Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. New to our neighborhood in Vermont, my family and I were anxious to make new friends. Walking together to the annual pumpkin carving contest in our local park, my neighbor said he was making his way through my poetry collections. He had just completed reading my first book, Leaving Saturn. I was delighted. He was a psychotherapist, originally from Colorado, with an abiding interest in poetry. We took a few more steps before he looked at me with a serious and concerned expression and said, you've a lot of trauma in your past. Autumn leaves crunched beneath his feet. I loathed his presumptive and ill-formed piece of critical feedback. It felt like he thought he had me all figured out. Hadn't he noticed the formerly inventive usage of language, the sweep of allusions across philosophy, religion, history, and popular culture? What about my rhymes, man? I don't think that anyone writes poetry for the purpose of having their life publicly mulled over and assessed. Poets are interested more in how they are changed after writing the poem, how they are freed as a result of the process of constructing and tinkering with language. Yet, many presume a book of poems is a fixed autobiographical work that traps in amber a poet's neuroses and emotional states. As our kids, dressed in pirate and superhero costumes, played sword fighting, I recall that to write and publish poems is an extremely vulnerable act, an art of exposure whose careful making is mostly meaningful to poets. What makes me, a poet, a craftsperson of metaphors and sinuous language, a guru for lessons on how to live? Today's poem imaginatively addresses how we suffer a condition of being instantly perceived or misconstrued, especially if we exist in bodies in which language already frames us. For both poet and reader, the best poems can offer a pathway out of the prison of false assumptions and the dangers of snapshot generalizations. From Fabula Towards a Black Mirror by Victoria Aduque Bully. A question. Since unreflected as such, what might it mean to have a blackened mirror? A black mirror. Since, as we know, black absorbs all light and denies its outward reflection, it is the polishedness of this black surface that gives this black mirror its mirrorness. 
Into this inner black mirror she looks. And she who looks back out is not fully seen. And yet, she who looks back out appears fully. Deep it. She appears not entirely there, but in her close but not quiteness, she is there in entirety. And all that is seen of her is not all there is. The perfect lighting, the complete image, is not most honest. For her, true likeness abhors a vacuum, a blank room under harsh light. What can she say in such incarcerations, such interrogations, but nothing, as is her right? Her true likeness lives wherein she knows herself as much by what she sees of herself as what she cannot see, which with this blackened mirror might just about mean anything, thus everything, held as she is in her half-reflection, with room enough left for the possible, with scope enough for the imaginary, dark and potent as space itself. She looks, she sees, and please. Then, she says, there now, see, here I am. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. The Slowdown is written by me, Major Jackson. It is produced by Micah Kilbon. Our music is composed by Alexis Quadrado. Engineering by Alex Simpson and Josh Savajo. Our associate producer is Maria Wartell. Additional production help by Susanna Sharpless, James Napoli, and Nick Ryan. Our executive producer and editor is Beth Perlman. Our executives in charge of APM Studios are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.